This is the Retirement Solution Podcast with financial advisor John Hicks, founder of J. Hagen Capital. When you are boarding an airplane, mm-hmm. a lot of people assume that it has gone through a thorough cleaning. However, former flight attendant has taken to the social medias, Sierra Huffman, wants you to know this about airline cleanliness. While it is true that cleaners do come on most flights after passengers are done getting off the plane, they don't do a deep clean like you might think they do. In fact, they only did that during COVID, and the only things that they really deep cleaned were the tray tables and seatbelts. Nowadays, it's more like just a tidy up and getting the trash off the floor. That being said, there is a reason why we offer you those wipes right as you're boarding the plane. If I were you, instead of wiping down that tray table and seatbelt they just cleaned, I would use that wipe to clean off the window that you're sitting next to because just like the bathroom floor, those things have never been cleaned either. Whoa. Uh huh. And I will say, I'm one of those people that looks like a crazy lady when I get on a plane. I do. I have like a whole package of wipes and I sit you know, there. You're not anything... traveling in hazmat suits, are you? No, no, not okay. quite, but close. Okay. Okay. Uh, no, but anything that I know that I will touch, like the window, the armrests, the, the headrests sure. on the seat, seatbelt, all that, I wipe anything that I can touch, I wipe because. Yes. I know I have lots of friends and family that have worked for different airlines over the years, mm-hmm. and they are like, girl, planes are not as clean as you want them to be. Oh, you see, this is something that I basically, for the last 20 years, have been very familiar with. Yeah. Because my wife, her previous occupation, she That's was a right. flight attendant. Yeah. She was. I forgot she that. Was. And so the amazing thing is, is she would say, John, no, no, no. no you just got to understand. <laughs> this is just like a big bus, but it's in the sky. Yep. That's it. Yep. It's just a big flying tube of people. And their stuff. And people and are disgusting. They and are. they are mostly disgusting. Yep. So, yeah. So, I've, been, I've unfortunately been very aware of that. And she Got made it. a very good point. Say, hey, listen, never take a black light onto a plane. You, you just, you may never, you may never, <laughs> ever, never ever, ever travel again. You just might really never travel again. Uh-huh. So, I, I try to keep that out of my mind. Okay. I do try to keep that out of my mind. Got it. But so, when we're thinking about that, right? We're thinking about flying in filth. Uh-huh. <laughs> that, that, that sounds like it's a movie about something. Like flying <laughs> in a, filth. It's a children's book in the making. <laughs> flying in filth. <laughs> Done by around, Jimmy Kimmel. Right? Gather around young boys and girls. Let's tell a tale of the <laughs> of why we wash dish. our hands. The yes, the petri dish, dish that they fly to vacation. <laughs> yeah, I know. So now that we've uh, thoroughly disgusted everyone, and they're never going to be on any more flights. <laughs> <laughs> for the summer. Uh-huh. Now, I mean, it's just one of those things, right? But it's a really good segue into talking about, hey, we are on this flight or we're traveling in this way and we just don't even pay attention to that kind of stuff sometimes. Yep. So it's no different though, Heather, than if you're thinking about, man, you know, what, is it, what does it look like in our in our investment portfolio? Well, I like the idea that you brought up that your your wife used to have this profession yes. and so she has exposed you and I know that you spend your days exposing the innocent men and women of Louisville, the filth that is hanging out in their retirement savings. It's so true. It's so true. And, and when we think about it, as a matter of fact, uh, one of the best examples ever was a listener who came in a couple weeks ago. Yeah. And they had had a very good financial advisor, to yeah. be honest with you, when they were younger. Yeah. And they've been with this person for almost 20 years. And we were going through the portfolio. And the very first thing I noticed is, you know, this couple, they, they had about $5 million. Wow. So they'd done a good job saving. Yeah. But when the very first things when I saw their portfolio, I saw a lot of mutual funds in this portfolio, Mm -hmm. and I know that they were paying a management fee. So Heather, when we're talking about, okay, we might be traveling in filth, same thing could be happening in our retirement portfolios. So in their situation, when they were younger and saving money 20 years ago, mutual funds would have been perfectly fine. Why? Because they're diversified. They offer some pretty good uh, opportunity for market growth and things like that. But sadly, they're very tax inefficient. Hmm. So they can be very expensive because in this case, Heather, they were paying family 
phantom income on almost half of their portfolio. Okay. So let's talk about that for What's, a second. Yes, what is that? So if we're talking about, wow, you can't see the germs that, that isn't cleaned at an airline. Same thing. You can't often see those germs like the higher tax fees in these mutual funds uh, when you're just looking at it. You just wouldn't know the difference. Okay. But what we found last year, Heather, is that they had a lot of money in taxable accounts mm-hmm. that had mutual funds. Now, why is this bad? Well, last year in those mutual funds, they lost almost 19% on their money. So that was a pretty big punch in the mouth already. Mm-hmm. Sadly, they also got a 1099 for phantom income from that exact account. So hold on. Let's talk about that. Yeah. They lost 19% in those mutual funds. Why? Because eh, the market was down last year. It wasn't that they were in terrible things. They were just in the market. And right. it went way down. But they had to actually pay $27,000 in taxes after they had the loss. <gasps> Why? Oh my God. Well, this is one of those crazy things that unfortunately a lot of advisors overlook. If you have mutual funds in an IRA, uh-huh. you're not paying phantom income taxes. But if you have them in taxable accounts, then absolutely the mutual fund does not pay the taxes for you. If they actually make money, they send you a tax bill. It's called a 1099 and you got to pay Uncle Sam that. Or if you lose money, it doesn't make any difference, that mutual fund has to settle the taxes and the things it sold that year. So this couple Uh, not only lost nearly 19% of their money, they also had a $27,000 tax bill for what that mutual fund did. Oh my gosh. That is infuriating. It is is almost insult to injury. Almost, not almost, completely. It's unbelievable. The biggest thing to me though is it's a very simple fix. If we have mutual funds in a taxable account, you can get the almost nearly identical performance. You can get almost the nearly identical uh, diversification. Mm -hmm. You can get almost the nearly identical everything, except you can be much more tax efficient if you own an ETF, an exchange traded fund, or you can own individual stocks or bonds, things like that. Individual things you don't have the problem with. ETFs you don't have a problem with. It's simply because it was a mutual fund. So that was one of the very first things I noticed. So they had no idea that they, for the last 20 years, have been putting money in this account. It was the wrong account to be putting that type of asset in. Now, does it mean that their advisor was asleep behind the wheel? Uh, Yeah, probably. Because they should have known, Mm -hmm. wow, the way that this thing is growing, it would be much more efficient for them to do it a different way. But they didn't think about that. Because again, most financial advisors have a little asterisk under their name, which says, we do not give tax or legal advice. You must consult your tax person or your legal person because we don't do any of that stuff. Mm-hmm. See, guys, that is the problem. And that's why at our firm, at J. Hagen Capital, one of the things that we have, we have CPAs on staff. We have tax attorneys on staff. We have estate planning attorneys on staff. We don't have that asterisk. We actually do practice tax and legal things for our clients. And the whole thing is understanding that's what most of us would like to have. In this example, this is just one year, Heather. When you look back, if they had had similar returns over the past period of time, Mm -hmm. they would have potentially saved 120-something to 190-something thousand dollars had they just had a different asset in that account. It's almost that simple, which is amazing to me. So there's one way that we need to check our portfolio and make sure that it's not flying in filth like we just learned about airlines. Mm-hmm. The second thing here is we kind of hit on it is fees. So unfortunately, along with those mutual funds uh, that have uh, unbelievable uh, issues when we're talking about taxation yeah. because they're a different type of taxed entity. Yeah. 
they also have tremendously higher fees. And that's why when I'm looking at someone that saved millions of dollars, in my opinion, they should very rarely, if ever, own mutual funds. You've graduated. You've saved a ton of money. You do not need the expense of those mutual funds, especially if you're paying a management fee. So when we're looking at this couple, we're going to go back to the same example. Not only were they in those mutual funds, we found on average, Heather, they were paying the advisory fee of 1%, which is pretty normal. That's mm-hmm. perfectly fine. Mm-hmm. But then they were also paying internal mutual fund fees over 1.1%. So when you add those two together, this wonderful couple was paying over 2.1% a year on their funds. So in my opinion, that is almost twice the expense that it should have been. So at $5 million, if they're paying 2% a year, they're paying $100,000 a year to have that money managed. Coming out of and their like, pocket every year, $100,000. Coming out of fees. their pocket. And remember what I oh, said, they also oh. lost almost 19% and last year. And then they paid $27,000 <laughs> in taxes. These so, people, I mean, were they bandaged and bruised when they came to you? <laughs> absolutely not. They had no idea. And that's the oh. whole point, right? So when you're getting on that plane, you could be flying in filth. Well, our portfolio may be that other vehicle that we have yeah. where we could be, unfortunately, just full of a bunch of dirt. It doesn't mean that our people are doing the wrong thing. It doesn't really mean they're asleep behind the wheel. It does mean often that most financial advisors are not doing a thorough cleaning job each and every year like they should be doing. Making certain that you're not only doing tax mitigation tactics, right? So just making sure that we're just not paying taxes we don't need to pay, but also being certain that we're owning the right assets when it comes to fees and costs. In our office, we love Vanguard style investments. We like investments that have very limited, if any cost at all. And Heather, it blows people's minds that if we use a CD, we can have some pretty low costs. We can use other insured accounts where there is no cost at all to the client and they still might be able to get five, six, seven, eight, nine percent on the money. So when we're thinking about what should we want from our advisor? Well, number one, if we're just thinking about we want to have a healthy, we want to have a healthy and a clean portfolio. And so often it simply means getting rid of the tax inefficiency and making sure we're getting rid of those egregious, if not absolute highway robbery type fees. Thanks for listening to the Retirement Solution Podcast with John Hicks. Begin the conversation about your savings plan with John and the team at J. Hagen Capital by visiting RetirementSolutionRadio.com. Be sure to listen to John's radio show, The Retirement Solution, Saturdays at 8 a.m. and Sundays at 9 a.m. on News Radio 840 WHAS. J. Hagen Capital Link is not licensed in all 50 states. To find out if J. Hagen Capital Link is licensed in your state, please call 502-690-5635. J. Hagen Capital Link is not affiliated with or endorsed by the Social Security Administration or any other government agency. It does not provide legal or tax advice. Annuity guarantees rely solely on the financial strength and claims paying ability of the issuing insurance company. By contacting us, you may be provided with information about insurance and annuity products offered through Jonathan Hicks. Insurance license number 548962.